Welcome to Liberate Your People Pleaser. I am Brenda Florida, certified life coach, and you might be a people pleaser if you tend to prioritize other people's wants and needs over your own. If you're the peacemaker, if you're always trying to create harmony with the people that you work with and live with, you probably are also an amazing problem solver. You have great intuition and you're probably an empath or at least have great skills of empathy. And the reason why I call this liberate your people pleaser and not fix your people pleaser is there's nothing to fix. There's nothing wrong with you. These are fantastic qualities that you have, really superpowers that you just naturally possess and instinctively use. And what gets problematic about them is when they get turned around on other people all the time and not on yourself. And what do I mean by that? Empathy. You can understand how another person feels, you understand their perspective, or you can put yourself in their shoes. And when you do that, you may be prone to giving up your own feelings, your own position, your own perspective, and you make theirs more important. So you're prioritizing what they feel or think or their position over your own. And that's when things start to go awry for us. And so in this podcast, each episode, we'll talk about different ways that we can pour up those great skills that we have and use them for ourselves first and then give to others out of that fullness rather than prioritizing everyone else. So it doesn't make us selfish when we stop prioritizing everybody else. What it does is allows us to have the power that we need internally, the confidence and the clarity that we need internally to then go impact the world in an even more powerful way. So I'm Brenda Florida, certified life coach, and I'm so glad you're with us. Let's liberate your people pleaser. Welcome to this episode, and I hope you are happy to see the title, You Do Not Need Fixing. So what do I mean by that? Listen, here's the truth. There's nothing broken about you. There's nothing that you need to fix. There are things that need to be adjusted or need to be let go of or need to be you know, like repatterned, like replacing a bad habit with a good habit. That's a nice way to think of it. And the deeper we want to go with that, the more motivated we are for change, the more important it is to actually come at it from this perspective of non-judgment. There's nothing wrong with me. It's not because I'm not good enough that I need to, you know, change this habit or change this old pattern or start something new. It's not because there's anything wrong. It's just because you want to live more out of the fullness of who you are, right? More out of what's possible for you instead of what you maybe have been conditioned to. So many of us, most of us grew up in environments that were very limiting, um, particularly so if you're a woman uh, or of any sort of you know, not white uh, heritage, because there are so many cultural things that have told us that 
we're not as good as from the very beginning, not as good in how we look, you know, the shape of our bodies, the kind of hair we have. I just watched the movie Moxie. So if you haven't watched that, I recommend that it's on Netflix and it's super good about these teenage girls, you know, standing up for their own bodies and the right to not have a boy touch them if they don't want to be touched and you know the the freedom to speak their mind and all these things it's a great movie and so many of us have grown up with something that has made us perceive ourselves as smaller than we really are like put us inside a smaller box than is necessary. Because the truth is the world, the universe is infinite, right? Everything was birthed from this infinite source. And we are all a part of that source, the same way the wave is the part of the ocean, right? You can't separate the wave from the ocean. You cannot say the wave is not the ocean. Okay, so that's my metaphor for us as humans and the divine. It's a little different. The ocean is bigger than the wave, right? The ocean is sort of more, but the wave has everything that the ocean has, right? The qualities of uh, salt water, the wave has in the same way that the ocean does. And so the ocean isn't up there like, you know, a punitive parent scolding this or that wave or clapping this or that wave, you know, cheering on some, criticizing the others. It's just a part of its nature to have waves. And so the more we can look at ourselves sort of that way and both see ourselves as a part of source. So that means I can create anything out of nothing, the same way the source does, right? Because everything starts with an idea. Every creation began as a thought in someone's mind about something they wanted, something they wanted to improve, something they wanted to change, you know? And then from that comes the next idea or the next invention or the next person you meet that helps connect you to something, you know, and the whole chain of events can unfold. So the truth is we're all infinite beings in that regard. And we're part of the infinite that's even bigger than our own human expression of it. So there's nothing that's wrong, you know, when a wave comes in that's maybe very small, you know, just a little ripple. Do you criticize it and think, oh, well, that wasn't a good enough wave, right? Unless you're a surfer and you wanted to surf that wave. Um, you know, we don't look at nature that way. We don't look at a smaller oak tree or an oak tree when it's young or the size of the leaves. You know, we don't look at them and say, oh, well, you're not good enough. You're not big enough. You're not, or you're too big, right? Like that tree, that wave, whoa, completely out of hand too much, right? That's not how we view nature. And so I encourage you to view yourself the same way. Now, everyone around you may not yet because you may be ahead of the curve in your own, you know, uh, people population that you have, the people you're in relationship with, working with, whatever, that, you know, might think this is a silly idea or whatever, 
they're thinking. We don't really care what they're thinking because it doesn't matter what they're thinking. It matters what you're thinking, right? So there's nothing wrong with you. Your wave is perfectly awesome. Whatever size it is, however fast it's moving, however much water it's splashing up or not splashing up or whatever, it's exactly as it should be. And the only thing that happens is that sometimes we forget who we are, or we've got this condition we've been so habituated into from our childhood. You're not good enough. You know, don't try new things. You're not smart enough for that. You're, you're too old now, or you're too young now, or, you know, you're not tall enough to play this sport or any, any of the things that we've been told that limit us. You know, the truth is that those are just somebody else's limiting beliefs that got put on us, usually to protect us, you know, usually people in our families and churches and, you know, various cultures we might have grown up in will give us these limiting beliefs in because in their own minds, they think they're protecting us from some sort of future disappointment or disaster they imagine or whatever. But we are all adults now. And as an adult wave, you get to decide whether or not that limiting belief is something you want to continue with. So I used to have a lot of limiting beliefs around having, because I didn't go to college. All right. I don't have a college degree. And I used to have a lot of limiting beliefs around that, about how, what that would mean about how much money I could make in my lifetime or in any one you know, job, about the kinds of jobs that were available to me, my, my opportunities. You know, I saw them as very limited because I didn't have that college degree. And the truth is, you know, once I really let go of that, my career really flourished and I made really good money as in, a, in the real estate industry, which is what I was in before coaching, you know, and then moving into opening my own coaching practice, you know, having the confidence to build this practice and, you know, be online with you guys all the time and, you know, really put myself out there as an expert, as a coach I couldn't have done that 20 years ago because I would have been so hung up on how not having a college degree would mean whatever people wouldn't trust me as a coach or they wouldn't pay me what I charge or, you know, it, who, who knows how that would have all translated itself, but it definitely translated into limiting myself in the kinds of jobs I applied for and stuff. So when I got to the point that not having that college degree didn't bother me. It was through a series of things that happened and my working with various coaches and therapists, because this took several years for me to break through that. That was such a, it was a really powerful limiting belief. And so with the help of them and you know my own work, then I began to realize, you know, I used several different modalities, if you want to call it that, the coaching tools, life hacks, whatever word you want to use to help me with that, right? So I did things like, you know, reading books or watching movies about people who were very successful 
and didn't have a college degree because part of what the, your mind does when you're in that I'm not good enough or I'm not something fill in the blank enough educated enough you know smart enough tall enough whatever skinny enough whatever it is your mind is going to find evidence to support that and so it would when I was thinking that it would give me any proof I needed failure in my own life, failure in others' lives that didn't have college degrees, whatever, to support that. But once I really started embracing another story, a different story, which is I can be very successful without a college degree, then, or with the education I have, I don't like saying without, so I, I would word that if I was making that into an affirmation, I would say I, there are many opportunities for me to be successful with the education I have. Because we do wanna be careful how we say those things. Because in this regard, you know, if you wanna say the universe or your mind kind of doesn't pick up on the not. So it just keeps hearing that no education, no education. And it just kind of keeps cementing itself as a belief instead of undoing it, uh, which is what you're going for here, which is why I like working on money, even though people may have debt they wanna pay off, I never have people focus on debt because if our mind is on debt, 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 I gotta get, even if I gotta get out of debt, I gotta get out of debt, that seems good, except we've just said debt 20 times, right? So I would say we wanna increase our income, right? We want to have more money for vacations. We want to, whatever it is that you want, because then paying off your debt will just be a natural outcome of that because that's what you know, you know, that's a priority for you. And so, you know, you'll do it. So we really do want to be careful about how we language things to ourselves. But as we let go of these old patterns, like for me, this, you know, I, I'm not going to be able to be successful and make a lot of money, whatever that has meant to me during the years, you know, it's different amounts at different times, but just whatever, and it doesn't matter if it seems like a lot to me, it might seem like a little bit to you. So there's no, money is very relative in that way. So um, you can just, you know, picture that in whatever dollar amounts that you would need for your life to consider yourself successful. It wasn't until I really let go of that old belief and replaced it with, I'm really smart. I know that I have a really quick mind. I have an analytical mind. I have a very powerful mind. And so I changed that. I'm not good enough. I'm not educated enough story into I'm really smart. And there are infinite possibilities available to me that will help me earn more money than I've even imagined. Right. And when I'm there, then I attract those kinds of opportunities. When I'm feeling very stuck in the not good enough, then I'm not attracting great opportunities. But even in that, that's not broken, okay? I don't need to fix the fact that I have this belief. It's more like, because there's so much judgment in it, that's why this is a big deal. Because again, it's not just the words Wanting to up-level something, wanting to expand into a less limiting, a more unlimited belief is very, the energy of that, even when you say it, I just want to expand into something more limitless, 
that's a lot different than I have to stop doing this because it's limiting me, right? There's just a lot of judgment and a lot of rigidity in that. So that's why I say, even though, of course, I would love to work with any number of you, you know, in a one-on-one -on -one coaching situation, that's what I do. I help people make that very transition, right? From the belief of not being good enough or not being educated enough to knowing that you have everything that you need within you and you can start attracting the opportunities from that limitless vantage point instead of a very limited vantage point. I mean, that's what I do all day, every day. That's what turns me on. That's what my life mission is about. But that doesn't mean I think you're broken or I think you need fixing. So to me, it's there, there's kind of a twofold thing here. One, I think we very much need to normalize getting help to migrate out of these limiting beliefs and level our, up level ourselves into limitless beliefs, right? Because it's very hard to do that by yourself. I don't know anybody who would say they've done it by themselves, you know, spirit, great spiritual leaders and whatever. We all had teachers. All right. I had teachers, I had coaches, I had therapists, you know, and so we need to normalize paying for people to facilitate our journeys with us. I was really struck by uh, Megan uh, in her interview with Oprah, with she and Prince Harry, and her not feeling like she could ask for help when she was feeling suicidal. And of course, that wasn't per se a money problem, right? She wasn't worried about not being able to pay for it. In her case, it was a cultural problem where the royal family didn't support that. And, you know, we saw that, of course, um, historically, as that played out in Harry's mother's life and their lack of support for her you know, challenges with bulimia and everything. So we've got to stop thinking that the personal things, the mental health things, the emotional things that we are hurting from in our life that are limiting us in our lives, that we should somehow be able to just fix that ourselves, right? like go in the kitchen and make a cake or something, you know, we should, you should just be able to do it. And if you can't, there's something's wrong with you. Well, that's total bullshit. That's not true. <laughs> and that's not how life works. So I really want to sort of normalize that and say, you know, allow yourself, give yourself the gift of someone. It doesn't have to be me. Um, although I would probably love to work with you if you're listening to this podcast and we would probably work very well together. Uh, you know, it just needs to be someone. You don't need to do it alone. You don't need to figure out how to go from a limiting belief to an empowering belief alone because we all have our own blind spots and it can be too hard in our own lives to see where those blocks are, even see sometimes what the limiting belief is. And so I really encourage you to both shift this attitude out of judgment and into, there's nothing wrong with me. I have everything I need. I don't need fixing. I'm not broken. And I might need some help to get from where I am 
to a more expanded view of myself and life, and that's okay. So I'm really curious what you think about this. So in the uh, show notes, you're going to see a place to book a call with me, because if you're interested in exploring working with me, that's the best way to do it. I've got a couple of different coaching packages, and you can look at those on my through my website on the coaching page. But the key is initially to have this call and see if we feel like we can work together. I don't feel like I can help everyone if I don't feel like I can help you um, in your own growth process, you know, facilitate your growth, then I won't offer to coach you, you know, and you'll know talking to me if it seems like my style and what we will do to work, you know, through whatever it is that you want to work through, if that feels like it resonates with you. And so by the end of that call, we can just, it doesn't take that long to know that we resonate with each other. And I am a person who can facilitate your growth, right? I don't, that's the word I like to use, facilitate. Sometimes I use the word help, although I don't like the word help as much, but I'm not going to give you anything you don't already have. I may teach you a tool or two, right? There's some teaching things that might go on there, but I mean, fundamentally you are, and you have everything you need. What we need is a facilitator to help us find it, to help us access it, to help us um, leverage it, to help us really put it into action instead of this more limiting response that we've been in. So I hope you'll book that call and explore working with me. I would love to do that. And, you know, meanwhile, let me know in the comments, um, wherever you're getting this podcast, what you think about this. And if, if you've been able to feel that shift out of some of that inner judgment of there's something wrong with me, I'm broken, I need fixing, you know, all those, the, that kind of in, internal talk to a much more expansive and non-judgmental place of, no, you know what, I've just got some things that have been holding me back or limiting me or whatever word you would use to describe it, that I am ready to let go of. And I want to give myself the benefit of someone to support me and facilitate that journey for me. So let me know what you think. I can't wait to hear from you. And I will see you in the next episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I've got some extra bonuses for you today. So check out the show notes. You will see a link to download my free training. This is the newest training I have. It's called People Pleasers Power Training. It's a video series and worksheet that will take you through a very specific process where you will take your power back from a relationship or a situation that has you feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, frustrated, angry, all of the above. So grab that. I also have people ask me about how they actually work with me. And so the easiest way to do that is to book a 15 minute call. So you'll see that link in the show notes and we'll have a conversation about whether now is the right time, whether I'm the right coach and how you would like to engage in that with me. There's also the link to my private Facebook group, Liberate Your People Pleaser. It's a great place to get additional resources and be in a like-minded community. You can also submit a question through the show notes. There's a link for you to tell me 
what it is that you're wondering, a topic you'd like for me to address on a future episode of Liberate Your People Pleaser. So thank you for being here as always. If you can take the time to do it, I love it. If you put a five-star review on the podcast server that you get this podcast from, that always helps us get out to more listeners so thank you so much. And thank you for being with me on the journey to liberate our people pleasers.